Hello and welcome to Abundant Life. Today we're going to be talking about um, beginning to renew our mind, beginning to uh, step out of that anxiety and worry that we find ourselves in at times. So I'm so glad you joined us and thought, and so grab a, grab a beverage and just relax and just receive for the next about probably 10 minutes or so. Um, so like I said, we are dealing with fear and anxiety. We're talking about that. And um, you know what? We all deal with it. We, every one of us. Uh, you know, Jesus said in the scriptures, the thief's purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy. And my purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. And that's in John 10, 10. And that was Jesus himself speaking. And you know, one of the ways that God fulfills this scripture is by helping us out of our anxiety, by helping us out of our worry. Um, and how? By renewing our minds, the scripture says. The scriptures also say, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And this speaks about awareness and attention to our thoughts. And then it continues on in verse 7. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And that's Philippians 4, verses 6 to 7. So, you know, today we're going to look about, we're going we're gonna to look at and talk about what I believe is the first step to overcoming our anxiety and our fear and our worry. You know, it's the most effective and the first step that we take to begin to step out of that darkness of anxiety and worry. Um, you know, Paul says in Romans, And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. What a great portion of scripture. That is what we all desire and what we all long for in our life is to know God's perfect will for us. You know, and that is done by renewing our minds. And in anxiety and worry, when we're dealing with that in our lives, it is such a, a, a true scripture that we need to renew our minds. Uh, so number one thing I want to pull out of that is bringing our thoughts captive. That is the number one way that God shows us to begin the process of stepping out of worry and anxiety. And also any kinds of strongholds that we have in our minds, like it said in the scripture. You know, sometimes you might hear people say, oh, it's just the way I am. I'm a worrier, or I'm a stressed out person, or I just tend to worry all the time, just like my mom did and my grandma did. Um, it's almost as if they're saying it's been determined for me already. It's in stone. It's the way I am. You know, while it is true that some of us may be, may be more prone to worry and anxiety 
we don't need to stay there. We don't need to stay in that place of worry and anxiety and tormenting thoughts in our mind. You know, God has made each one of you uniquely and magnificently to do what he has created you to do. And he tells us in the scriptures not to worry because God knows that steals our joy. And the joy of the Lord is our strength. Worry and anxiety steals our joy. And most of all, we must remove, renew our minds because it affects our relationship with God. Jesus died so that we could have fellowship with God the Father and fear and anxiety steal that from us. So, you know, why, we might say, do our minds need to be renewed? And, you know, it's because our minds are not, by nature, God-worshipping minds. You know, where we tend to go in our minds is to self-worship and not God-worship. We tend to think about, how is this going to affect me? How, does, how, how do I look in this situation? You know, that's where we tend to go in our minds. Self-focus. It's all about me. Self-worshipping, we could even say. Where all we think about is how things affect us and how it looks for us. You know, but God transforms us, transforms us by the renewing of our minds with the scriptures. You know, we've all heard this before, and sometimes we think it's going to come by osmosis, but renewing our minds takes a little bit more than that. You know, we're going to take a look a little bit scientifically, and most of all, biblically, in how we do this, how we renew our minds to not be so self-focused, but to be more God-focused and scripture-focused where we find the truth. Because really, this is the answer for all of us, for you, for me, for all of mankind. So the number one thing we talked about renewing our minds is bringing all the thoughts captive. That is so key to renewing our minds. You know what? We can say that when we receive Christ, we're in a broken state. We've got baggage, you could say. We have issues that have happened in our life. We have experiences that have happened in our life. Some of them bad, some of them good. But we have a history. We have, uh, we have things in our mind that are not doing us well. But it says that we are born again when we receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. And that speaks to the truth that we have been given the ability to transform our minds, to transform our minds so that we are God-focused and not me-focused. And it really does affect our level of anxiety, our level of worry. You know, Dr. Caroline Leaf, she is a Christian neuroscientist who has studied the brain and our thought life and our minds for many, many years. And, you know, she, one of the things that she teaches is that the truth is we don't have to sit back and let any and every thought enter our minds and meditate on it and let it go over and over in our minds. So when those fearful thoughts, when those worried thoughts enter our consciousness, we can choose to decide 
if it is something we need to meditate on or attend to, or if it is something we can discard, either for a later date when we have more time to think it through, or even forever. You know, this is key. By comparing our thoughts to what God says to us in the scriptures, by reading and studying what, what the scriptures say, and by allowing the Holy Spirit to bring wisdom to us in regard to the scriptures, that is the truth that we need to compare our thought life to. We must recognize the power of our mind. The scriptures say, we do not have a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And that's 2 Timothy 1.7. And Dr. Leaf says it is necessary for us to get our brain right so that we can find heaven on earth. But we've seen, we've talked about the last couple of weeks about how important it, our thought life is. So we know our thoughts affect our behavior and our, just our mood and our attitude and everything. But today we're going to talk about the first step. And I've mentioned it already, bringing all thoughts captive. You know, God designed us to be able to change our thoughts. And we can control our reactions to the circumstances in life when we learn to attend to our thoughts. But first we must identify the toxic thought. So identifying the toxic thought that accompanies our worry, our anxiety, or our behavior, or maybe it's a very negative behavior, maybe it's affecting our relationships. But we are going to see that by just becoming aware of this thought, by identifying the toxic thoughts, that's not enough. We can't just put a bandage on it. We can't just bring it to, we can bring it to God and ask him to show us the negative root thoughts that are causing these thoughts in, our, in, in ourselves. But the number one contributor to our stress and anxiety is how we are thinking about our lives and how we are thinking about the things that are happening around us. So, you know, the number one contributor to our stress and anxiety is what we're thinking about. Our thoughts come first before our behavior. You know, 300 times in the scriptures, it shows thoughts before we say. It shows thoughts before we do. But we get to choose. We have free will. And this pertains to our thought life. As a man thinks in his heart, so he will speak. So this week, we're going to begin practicing to bring our thoughts captive. And I want to encourage each one of you, we can get into this practice so that we are doing it naturally all throughout our day, all throughout our life. But at first, we're going to begin with a journal. I want each one of us to begin the practice of journaling. It is a practice because it doesn't come naturally. But find yourself a journal, even get yourself a brand new journal from the dollar store or from your bookstore and begin to spend time journaling about the thoughts you're having. This is going to be our first step. But like I said, this is not all there is to it. It is just the first step. So begin bringing those thoughts captive by journaling about them. 
especially when you find yourself getting into a pattern of worry, anxiety, or just feeling upset and anxious, begin journaling what thoughts you're having because we want to begin to see the pattern of the negative and toxic thoughts that run around in our brain sometimes and replace them with the truth of God's word. So I'm just going to pray for us all right now. Lord God, I thank you so much for your scriptures that guide us and give us wisdom in how to live this life. And Father, I just pray for everyone who's listening. Father, whenever they're listening to this teaching, Lord God, that you will give them the power, Father, um, the, and, and, and Father, that you will also just remind them throughout the day to begin thinking and reflecting on the thoughts that they're having. This is the first step to us taking control and renewing our minds and living the abundant life that you've designed us to live. So I pray a blessing on everyone that's listening to this right now. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen.